I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wrestle me, Wrestle me, P. Yes, we're back. We are. We're doing WrestleMania 36. Mm. We're doing night two. Yes, we're we not, are. We're not going back and doing night one. No, again. that'd be silly. Someone Why did say the that? other day, do you know what? I listened to your first show yeah. about WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was in the days when we probably did a WrestleMania per show. Maybe it went over two yeah, shows. Yeah, that might ring. Yeah, that Max, ring bell, yeah. Someone was like, "Oh, you should definitely go back and redo it." <laughs> I mean, uh, the idea of sitting through some of that again—I just, I can't imagine anything less likely. I mean, to be honest, there is uh, a beautiful uh, coming up to, uh, to 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 one of the. Um, I think it's the next match actually mm. that reminded me of match from like the second WrestleMania. I was like. Oh, yeah, I really like that match. We will talk about it in a sec. Um, Just um, uh, we've got a live show uh, uh, coming up. It is Mm. sold out. Mm. All sold out. When does this one go out? Hang on. Yeah, no, we're still we're still in the in the pre. Yeah. Mm. Um, Have we done any work for it by then? No. (laughs) Uh, But we do have uh, some some great merchandise uh, on sale. And you can look, you can just go to I think it's Big Cartel Wrestle Me. Type that into your Google Mm -hmm. and it'll show. And look, you can you can get some of our fantastic. Fantastic, exciting merch. The thing that's given me the most headaches this year, merch-wise, yes. is T-shirts. My old T-shirt guy has, has disappeared. He's gone off the face of the earth. Uh-oh. Very sad. Yeah, very, sad. <laughs> very sad. Very sad. He was always a little bit grumpy. Right. Um, and I think he might still be doing it's it, but he ink. just doesn't doesn't want anything to do with me. I don't know why. I paid on time. <laughs> yeah. Always very polite. Yeah. Every, every email, he'd be a bit like, you know. Oh, this again. You're not you ordering know. a million. Yeah. I, I, I can make you a million. Are you only ordering I, 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 sort of, I really appreciate it. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Anything you need. Yeah. And he'd sort of get back and go, okay. <laughs> like that. Just, Some people are like that on emails. And I, I don't know. understand why. I know. I, know. I put kisses at the end of mine just so everyone's clear that I want to kiss them. I, I, I agree. And I sometimes when people are like a bit like shirty, mm. It makes me ramp it up a bit more. Yes. I love yeah. you. I love you. Oh. Daddy, bye. Daddy, bye, bye. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the T-shirts, yeah, you know, there's more colours than, than the previous one. That's it's so expensive, an extra colour. To put more colours in there. So expensive. Yeah. You know, literally, you're, you're, you're going like, I've got a black and white T-shirt. You're like, ah, dirt pot. <laughs> one extra colour in, you're like, that's an extra £1.50 on, yeah. your, on everyone's chest. Crazy. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> that T-shirt monopoly. The hardest thing I've done this year is I've made up <laughs> A very limited amount of Greg Valentine's bird blood drinks. Yes. Right? Yes. They are they're only one. They're only one colour. Yeah, they are. Do you know what I've used uh, as Greg Valentine's bird blood? What? 
Tizer. <laughs> so you can drink Greg Valentine's bird blood. Yeah. It says it's bird blood. It's not. It's not. It's Tizer. It should, just don't even worry about, because sometimes, because you've got to put stickers on things saying mm. that it's edible and yeah. stuff. It's Tizer. <laughs> I haven't put trust that me, on. Exactly. Just trust us it's Tizer. Uh, if someone's like, you know, what, this doesn't have the labels, just go peel the top one off. <laughs> it's literally a tin of Tizer. Yeah. Why Tizer? cheapest drink on the high street <laughs> is it actually <laughs> unbelievable what my little tip okay mm. go to Amazon mm. and write Tizer 24 yeah also car black grape 24 what's 24 oh 24 cans right yeah, that's okay. how many you get blow your mind <laughs> how cheap it is have a guess Pete have how, a guess how, I'm gonna have a look Just Amazon a, you're, you, you are going to shit your pants Tizer 24 pack mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, 16 pounds Oh, they've gone up a bit. No. Oh. Oh, it's not as cost effective oh, no. as it was. Tw- car, sparkling fruit punch, 24, £9.60. Mental, isn't it? <gasps> Madness. I didn't American t- cream soda. <laughs> oh, my God. Pop is so cheap if you buy it in bulk. Not just that, Pete. Free delivery. Fentyman's Curiosity Cola, 12 bottles for 11 quid. They're like four quid in the pub. <laughs> I know. Fuck I know. me. And the pubs are like, you know, um, stop drinking at home. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> start charging Amazon prices. Yeah. You're picking them up from Amazon. I've, why are Amazon starting one of those If pubs? you're going to bang like two and a half quid on yeah. every drink, yeah. at least pay for a Greg Valentine's bird blood <laughs> label. <laughs> I tell you what, though, the printers, they're onto you. They're well, onto yeah, you. Okay. You want any shaped thing. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I have a hundred for four quid. <laughs> if you want a beer label that goes over a can, they're like, goes up some. <laughs> goes so right up. Adhesive is expensive. One pound 40 each. Oh, amazing. Oh, bird blood. Oh, bird blood. Uh, it is going to be, I would say delicious. It's just Tizer. Tizer's not as good as you remember. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's get in to WrestleMania 36. Um, we have a quick uh, little interview bit with uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks. And um, Bailey, for me, was the performer of the entire lockdown era. Yes. She just really found herself. She was so good at everything she did. She was mm. great on the mic. She was great in the segments. Her character was great. And in the ring, she's phenomenal. When you see her in this WrestleMania, she's really got that that that, that claim to be one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yes, this. I think she's so so good. Um, what they'd had is a fantastic year long program, which was about them saying they were best friends, yeah. and occasionally Sasha Banks would shoot a glance at the belt, that <laughs> sort of thing. And yeah. it was done beautifully and, for and, so long. And it's funny because there's just like two women looking a bit worried. Yes. And they're like, oh no, she's going to fuck me over at some point. Yeah. And what they'd done so Ooh. well is people began, when they were noticing this, people were sort of going, this has been running for 16 months. <laughs> and people online were suddenly like, oh, this is one of the greatest angles of all time. Yeah. In the modern era, they never give things time. Yeah. And this just had a thing where you knew where it was going. Everyone knew eventually one of them would turn on the other and have a match of the belt. Yeah. And everyone thought that that would happen at WrestleMania 37. <laughs> and instead, they just, as soon as people had noticed, the WWE went, go do it. Got to do it. And right. so then it, it, it came a bit early, which was a shame. They had some good matches and everything. Yeah. But it felt like, oh, could they, if only they'd have got to WrestleMania 37 mm. to have just had that big match. They would have main evented. <laughs> yeah. In the end, Sasha Banks does main event. She main events with uh, Bianca Belair. And Bailey, who was still absolutely top of her game, wasn't on the card at all. I had no idea why. People were just like, this is so wrong. It's a bad decision. Because Bianca, in this WrestleMania, Bianca Belair just pops out yeah. for a bit. And, and goes... I, I would argue her spear that she does, yeah. and then the punches. 
if you'd have said she is going to be main eventing WrestleMania next year, yeah, someone would have said, right, you need you, you, you need to now just leave the building. You need to you need to check yourself and in the, and to an assisted care facility. And, and they've got their box of possessions and they've been pushed out the door by security and they're just shouting back, she's got big hair though. Yeah. A long, a long she's ponytail. Whippy hair. Whippy hair. Whippy hair. She's a bit Dragon Ball Z, you know. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. She does have an amazing transformation in the year. Mm. Her in-ring game just becomes great. She was a worthy WrestleMania main eventer. Mm. It's just that I think if you'd seen her this year, you'd have gone, Jesus Christ, she she will <laughs> she she has got to put in a lot of work before she's gonna get there. Uh, and she did. Yes, yeah, nothing nothing else to do but lockdown, is it? At the expense of Bailey, which yeah, was sad. Fair. Um there's a recap of uh, Mojo Rawley uh, pinning uh, Gronk. Uh, no, arc truth. Yes. Um, I'm just Gronk centric. Um, I would say the... I would say Gronk in this. Like he, we've complained about him being the worst yeah. turd man. Yeah, uh, and he is. But I do sort of think if this was anywhere else, if it was like in Europe, it would be Rio Ferdinand or something. Yeah, and completely. You, and at least he sells it. At least he's got a voice that goes up and down, yeah. varies in pitch but, and expression. I mean, and he's a host for WrestleMania, and I can't work out whether they. Watched the first one and just went, do you know what? We just need as little of him as possible because it is <laughs> annoying. Out, yeah. So in this one, he sort of goes, welcome to WrestleMania night two. And then they have an interview at this point mm. with Charlie Caruso where he is, I mean, he, he's the host. You don't interview the host. <laughs> it's like, I know, welcome to David Frost's show. And yeah. then someone comes out and goes, so David, tell us how it just, <laughs> it's the wrong way round. But he does a sort of fine, well, one day I'd really like to hold that 24-7 belt. Like that, and you go, well, you know, that's a bit of a ding-dong, you know, <laughs> alarm going off that this is very much going to happen. Um, he says at one point, I wouldn't mind winning the 24-7 title by the end of tonight. Two on yeah. the nose. And worse than that, he says, the tonight. <laughs> Does he? The yeah, tonight. Says, end of the tonight. <laughs> uh, enjoy yourself, says Charlie Caruso. <laughs> Not You don't say that to the host. No. You don't say no. that to the host. He's lost what he's supposed to be here. <laughs> uh, and they're taking him down. Then you get an ad for WWE 2K20. Yes. Oh, love that. A lot of time for that. an ad. Because well, well, we saw this, again, the repeating stuff that we saw last mm. uh, week, last week, like yesterday, uh, on, on, on WrestleMania 36. It's such a good ad. Such so a good, good. Ad. So good. A party where it's just people who you know don't get on. Yes. Meeting each other. So yes. Stone Cold faces off against Hogan mm-hmm. and it crackles a bit. And uh, Hart versus Michaels. Mr. Michaels, I think he says <laughs> along those lines. <laughs> Mr. Hart. Um, and they, they shake hands. And then you've got... Uh, the, the hard thing about that is... It reminds you that all of the great rivalries are from are dead. a long yeah. time ago with old men. Yeah. Um, and that is a little bit sad. They sort of get um, Lynch and Flair facing off and then mm. you get um, uh, Paul Heyman accidentally sort of spilling something on Roman Reigns. Mm. But you are very much like, yes, those aren't legendary. <laughs> um, and it was for the world's most dog shit game. Uh, yeah. Full of oh, so it, was, it was this one, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, it I was. See, but yeah. I mean, the advert certainly didn't let, let the side down on that. I would have bought it immediately. Oh my God, it looked so exciting. <laughs> um, the new one is coming out um, next year, I think. Same uh, development house? Different development house. Right. And it looks, from the, the screenshots, it looks going to be phenomenal. <laughs> I, I, I do love that series of games. Yeah. Uh, it was the thing that my first ever PlayStation, I bought um, WWF Attitude mm. uh, on PS1. And that got me back into wrestling quite uh, quite significantly. Just because there were loads of people and who weed. were like... <laughs> yeah. It would be like Steve Austin. I was like, oh, that's the guy from the Hollywood Blondes in WCW. <laughs> and then you were like, what's happened to him? Is he, what's happened? Jesus, it's... he looks ill. He's got all bald and uh, 
And he's very, angry, very rude. Angry, rude man. <laughs> um, I, li- I like the fact, and this one, sorry to jump in. No, um, I like Pete, that they, it's your that podcast they, as well. Started, I mean, sorry to jump I think, in. I think everyone does. I'm, I'm like the gronk of it. I'm the host. <laughs> you're welcome Let me to interview ask you. anything at any point. A song that like goes on to be incredibly popular, like Super Bowl worthy popular, mm. The Weekend Blinding Lights, yeah. is all over this show. It really and is. And I love that because... At this point, I don't think it was as big a song as it, no, it became afterwards. They, they've always been very, very good at picking songs that did become quite big. Mm. Um, they Really early on, they picked, um, I think, I, I, can't, I can't remember if it's WWE or NXT, but really early on was Billie Eilish's You Should See Me in a Crown. Right. Was the, and it was, it's not a natural theme tune. No. You know, you should see me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it was, I think, one of the first times I'd ever heard of Billie Eilish. They have got a very, very good uh, relationship, I think, with that thing of going, who can we get? Mm. Uh, you know, Poppy, for example. Right. You know, quite credible acts that aren't necessarily ones that I think you'd naturally go, What's a good upbeat thing? Yeah. We're talking about like Rock DJ by Robbie Williams. It's a classic <laughs> one of, of, of how um, manipulative you can sort of go, do you know what you want to have? You want to have a line where you just go, I don't want to rock DJ, but you're making me feel so good. <laughs> and every stupid three counties DJ will just go, yes, yes, I do. And uh, Robbie Williams paying me my props. And I do slightly think if, if you're in a band, you desperately want to do music that you know will be used in sports highlight packages or yeah. WWE. And that, that thing of just constantly writing stuff about just, if I was in a music, in a band, I would constantly be making them write stuff about just going, this is the greatest day. Yeah. <laughs> you have worked so hard. Now we can see dreams. And it's the dream also of everyone watching. Those are my lyrics. <laughs> really on the nose. <laughs> It'd be on match of the day within 10 seconds. Um, the third match is Dolph Ziggler versus Otis. Yes, I like this one oh, very much. Yeah, I remembered this when I was watching it back as at the time, thinking this was the whole best match of the entire WrestleMania. Yeah, it when was. I watched it. Um, I agree. I think it's uh, I think it's brilliant. Just a basic good old fashioned storyline. Yeah. There. There's an attractive woman in Mandy Rose. Um, can she fall in love with a man who looks like a hairy egg? <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes. Because it, he is gorgeous. A <laughs> A big unshattered testicle. <laughs> <laughs> I just like oh, his big fat belly, big greasy hair, yep. just a bit of a mess. He's overacting. Yes, you know his little eyes. Oh, mate! But it's George the Animal Steel again, isn't it? Is, it? Yeah, and, and and Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. It's it's, it's that again, it, and I love that story. It's that it's that thing of going. He is a he looks like one of you fans. Yes, and imagine if a beautiful woman could love you, <laughs> and it's just. It's played so well. He is so sort of over the top and mm. silly and yeah. amateur theatrics. And she is so beautiful. And it's a really simple thing that there's someone getting in the way and it's Dolph Ziggler. It's, <laughs> it's, it's prime Chad, Dolph Ziggler. You have the Stacey of Mandy Rose and you have Otis the insult. Yes. And yeah, yeah. It, it's all coming Otis together. Otis wins. Otis does win. I mean, I've seen pairings like Otis and, 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 uh, is it Sonia Deville? Mandy Rose. Sorry, Mandy Rose. Uh, paired up before you know what I mean like you see that in life yeah and you just go that's a bit of a surprise yeah completely and then you have a chat with the Otis and you just go one of of life's great guys yeah exactly absolutely in fact he could do better than his (laughs) Mandy Rose you know see a lot in the North East to be honest like what the fuck is going on there they have a little clip where they show that Dolph Ziggler has basically all revolves around a blind date or a date that uh, Otis has gone on with Mandy and uh, he turns up late mm. and Dolph Ziggler is at the table mm. and he's really upset. 
And it turns out there's this thing where a, a text has been sent yeah. that's basically... You it's know, actually uh, Sonia Deville that did it rather yeah, than... exactly. Yeah. And it's shown in the CCTV, which is revealed by the hacker. Yes. The mysterious oh, we, hacker. We didn't need the hacker coming in, to be honest. That, no. This information could have been... We didn't need, like, 4chan. We didn't need uh, some no. kind of weird... This was a big, big angle that they ran, and then they just dropped. So right. the hacker, oh, the was, hacker like, was just I'm watching everyone, and I, I'm absolutely going to like show up the hypocrites. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that Vincent Mann naturally would go. Everyone would be terrified of that. You know? <laughs> Imagine if they could get the CCD footage of what I've done. You know, everyone <laughs> else just sitting at home, just going, "This is a bit hokey." Um, but the hacker, they they had for ages, and then they just forgot about it. Right, and nothing ever happened with it. Annoyingly, they did later bring it on. It was the new Hornswoggle. Yeah, um, okay, right. But um, unfortunately, they, they did bring it back and slightly resolve it, which was a real shame. After about eight months of, of forgetting about so it. Who was, so, so was it revealed? It turned out to be Mustafa Ali, and they tied it in with the failed stable Retribution, who were basically Antifa. Um, right, okay, and, okay. I can never say it right. Antifa? Antifa, yeah, I think that's how it is. Antifash. I know, Antifash. Antifa. Uh, yeah. Antifa, because Antifa, Antifa it, and so calling him Antifa serves the kind of right wing view that it's a, a you know paramilitary yeah. uh, extreme organisation because it sounds a bit foreign. Yeah, but Antifa gives you the opportunity to go. Where's that word going? Just call it anti-fascist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. let's re- let's remember where it comes from. Yeah, you know, it's uh, there, there is something funny about. It. I've only. Ever... Oh, I think you're a fascist, actually. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I think you'll find you are. The only anti-fascist. I call them muzzles. <laughs> the only anti-fascists I've ever met have all been Spanish. Right. Okay, it, yeah, it is yeah, something yeah, where they're yeah, just yeah. like you know, um, is, is, you know, North London is not welcoming to fascists, <laughs> and you sort of go oh, another Spanish anti, yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. but good on the Spaniards. Yeah, they, they have a, a history of of you know fascist dictators and yeah. things. So you know, hey, they, they maybe they can see it. Don't know, <laughs> don't know where I'm going with this, Pete. Don't know where I'm going. <laughs> don't know where I'm it. going. Last thing I remember, we were talking about Otis being nice and fat. Yeah, and now I'm. Well, let's I'm get there. back to Otis being nice I'm, and fat. I'm, I'm now talking about Guernica. Just a nightmare. Otis. <laughs> there is there is a funny thing about the storyline, which is they are sort of going, if a man goes out with a woman you want to go out with, it is fine to just physically assault them all the time. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. and it seems and, to be the way, yeah. Yeah. And he sort of goes, Well, you know, she she's going out with me now, and he just goes, I'm coming at you. And it's a bit like you've got to deal with it in a different way. This is <laughs> not healthy. Um, Otis is a guy called Nikolai Bogojevic. Oh. Uh, or Bob Bogo Jesic, I can never remember right. how it's pronounced. Um, he is from Minnesota, but his parents are of Serbian descent. Right. Um, he is a a proper legitimate athlete. I know he looks like a. Oh no, he looks like one of those guys. A big chunky boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he won the 2008 Greco-Roman Junior Nationals in his weight class, the national title in the 2018 Junior Pan American Games, all in freestyle wrestling. And he won a bronze medal in Greco-Roman wrestling at the Pan American Games. He was a prospect for the 2018 Olympics. Could um, not enjoy that he, more. he didn't get chosen. Right. So he is a legitimate, proper, dangerous wrestler. I will wrestler. fold you up. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, in 2018, he was named the Rookie of the Year by Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Um, he, he'd been signed to WWE for two years by that point. So mm. I don't quite understand how they define rookie. Rookie of anyway. the Year. It'd be like us winning Best New Podcast a year ago, <laughs> um, which we didn't. No, <laughs> make that clear. Um, in 2016, they'd signed him to NXT <laughs> as a former sort of um, wrestling star. Mm. So um, uh, Gerald Briscoe, who was in charge of all the amateur signings, he signed Brock Lesnar. Mm. Um, he signed um, Otis. And he was part of a tag team called Heavy Machinery. Um, they were a guy called Tucker, who we do see briefly in this match, mm. uh, and Otis. It was very clear from quite early on that Otis is the star here. Yes, yeah, the, yeah. the Shawn Michaels to Tucker's Marty Jannetty. <laughs> uh, Marty, uh, Marty Jannetty, Tucker, was just uh, released from WWE. Right. Um, I think he'd found it very, very difficult once they... 
began saying Otis is the guy we're going to push. And this was really the start of the breakup of that team. Mm. Um, he found it very hard and he could sort of realise that there was nothing there for him. Mm. Um, and uh, that must be a horrible thing to have a year of just going, this is getting further and further away yeah. from me being able to make anything of it. Um, he does, he wins the match against Ziggler and it's a fun, good match. Yeah. Uh, just He is a lot of charisma. Dolph Ziggler is a lot of charisma. It's mm. a good big man who is, you know, hurting against a, an arrogant... Shit. Shit. Um, when, when Dolph takes his shirt off, it's really funny because there's no crowd. He takes his shirt off and he goes, Chow! 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 If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, uh, he wins with the caterpillar. So he does a caterpillar, yeah. uh, which is also known as the worm. Mm. He'd been trained partly by Scotty Too Hotty. And uh, <laughs> Scotty Too Hotty, of course, made the worm popular. And when he'd done it, Scotty said, Absolutely, you have that. Yeah. He said, but don't call it the worm, eh? He said, well, why don't you call it the caterpillar? Yeah. Um, I don't know why he's like, well, no. I don't want anyone to take my worm. I take my worm. And also, like, uh, it's more accurate than it is a caterpillar. Because yeah. how they do it. Yeah, worms, worms go from side, side to side. side. <laughs> so Scotty, I think maybe he was looking at that and going, 
Ten years ago, I made a serious error. <laughs> I uh, want you to write my it, history. It is, it is time. You are the guy who the mantle is passed to, <laughs> to to make this right. I will. I will say that um, I hope that it was like a first uh, a first shot like thing, like an only shot uh, move. Mm. But the way that the camera goes up and down oh. on the slam was. So good. It was like that Olympic um, trampoline cameraman yeah. getting filmed, going up and down and up and down. It, and up it and can down. be really annoying, the, the, the edits, the crash cuts and, yeah. the, and the zooms that WWE do. But occasionally, with stuff like this, it really works yeah. because it's fun. Yeah. And that is a fun sort of thing to do. Um, <laughs> he said he actually began doing that move uh, when he couldn't... I mean, it's, he's so in character. When he couldn't find a girl uh, to, to uh, dance with when he was in elementary school. Um, he said he first tried it. He said it was... A a dance party at elementary school no girls would dance with me so I had to get the crowd over with my moves just <laughs> working uh, I started shaking my hips and getting going and I waited till everyone was watching you know it was a big circle dance everyone's looking in there and checking you out and that's when I dropped bam it's just a little bit stiffer on the floor than in the ring and I got love from doing that move so I just kept doing it. He's <laughs> talked about his character and he says, like everything in WWE, you take your real character and turn it up to 10. Yeah. He said, so I am actually a bit shy. I do find it difficult to talk to women. He said, but I've just turned it right up to be this character. Oh. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's got a lovely, I just find it wholesome. This, yeah. this this whole thing, you and, know. Like, and he carries her out and he's going, so pretty, so pretty, oh, so I, pretty. I, I, I'm like, oh. I know. I th- there's some nice bits where Mandy <laughs> Rose, there's a sort of running thing that whenever she touches him, she basically is then wiping the sweat off. Yes. And she gives him a hug right at the end of the match and then just sort of goes, oh, you know. And it's <laughs> it's sort of, I don't know, I find little notes like that. The fact that they're not going, she's just in love with him. Right. But she sort of like gives him a big hug and they have a kiss, but she's still like a bit, that's gross. That seems to be like a very real and human relationship. And I think it's a, you know, a, 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 t- a testament to this that I actually, I should not like this. Yeah. I shouldn't like it. I should find it silly and base. I'm 45. <laughs> but I watch it and I just go, I, I love, I love what they've done. I find this really enjoyable <laughs> and sweet. Um, he he's carrying her off, and I, I think it's JBL in commentary. He just goes like National Geographic, yeah, which I like. <laughs> JBL. <laughs> I presume J- this is so JBL. As it well. really is, and I presume he's like it's like a gorilla carrying off a woman. Yeah, but that's not no. what National Geographic have pictures <laughs> of. It's just what he thinks National Geographic is. It's much more exciting than what National Geographic is. <laughs> yeah, National Geographic for pictures of women being terrorized by animals. That's <laughs> a, a Jane Goodall documentary. Yeah. What? Well, remember that great bit where the monkey carries her off and they kiss? <laughs> no, that's not that's not what that magazine is. Oh man! Right, so we go from the good, which I really really enjoyed, yeah. to uh, the fourth match, Pete, which is Edge versus Randy Orton in a last man standing match. <laughs> I nearly was. <laughs> oh my god! I I. I, I was dreading watching this again because I do remember watching it the first time round and thinking it was interminable and I mm. didn't know at that point it goes over 40 minutes. It's You know what? With so much of these kind of shows, you know, you got that little 10-second skip. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's why I watched this. I was just like, what are they still doing up there? Right, okay, you've I, done, do the spot there, then move on, then move on, then it, move on. It's a horrible thing to have to sort of just not enjoy this match. Mm. This is Edge's return, a return yeah. that no one thought was going to happen after nine years out. Mm. His previous last match, his final match, had been against Alberto Del Rio, who he, he beat at WrestleMania 27. Mm. And then he'd retired in the ring. Yeah. He basically got neck injuries and he suffered a second one. He'd gone for an MRI scan and they had basically said, you have got spinal stenosis. If you have one more big jar in the ring, you could be paralyzed or dead. Yeah. So he he's just 
had to retire. There was absolutely no way out of it. Certainly WWE were not going to clear him either. Mm. Um, they, they had at this point become far more aware of the dangers and they were less willing to let people take the, the risk even mm. if they wanted to. Um, part of the reason, of course, that Daniel Bryan ended up retiring against his will was mm. because WWE would not clear him. Yeah. Um, they had him return unexpectedly at the 2020 Royal Rumble. Oh, um, I, I loved watching fan cams from around the stadium when he comes completely. in. Completely. So good. When they first did that Royal Rumble, Edge came back and he jumped into the ring and he did his first spear. I think it might have been on Dolph Ziggler. He hits a spear and the cameras had cut away and so you missed it. <laughs> They've since gone back and re-edited it the so it's there. But people were furious about that and that was also part of the reason those fan cams became so big was because they were like, the fucking idiots missed it. <laughs> and here it is. Happened, right. um, it was brilliant to see him. It was very emotional for him and it was mm. great that he was back. He looked great as well. Physically he, he looked great. He looked a bit haggard in the face which I think really adds to it. It's lovely the idea that even though he's been away making movies, he's done lots of stuff for the WWE Network. He and Christian used to do a sort of talk show on there. Yeah. Having him come back like he's spent nine years in the wilderness, nine years at the end of his tether, nine years just wrestling with this sort of, you know, this thought that he's never going to do what he loves again. Yeah. And that this is the moment he comes back like a wild eyed sort of mountain man. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it was just thrilling. And what people were very upset about generally was when he came back, you had the opportunity for dream matches and mm. you had people he'd never faced before. AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. And what they did was quickly stuck him into a long programme with Randy Orton, a guy who'd had loads uh, who of matches, had loads with, matches with. Yeah, mm. um, he had specifically wanted to work with Orton at this WrestleMania, mm. and part of the reason was he said when Randy Orton is really interested in something, his promos are so good, he mm. is just on fire, and you cannot help but be excited. Randy Orton is very much regarded within wrestling, certainly within WWE, as being one of the greatest of all time. Mm. Something which I'm not sure translates if you're not in WWE. Yeah. He can quite often be quite dull. Um, and uh, I, 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 I think sometimes actually being in that man's presence is, is quite... Because he's quite good looking and scary, yeah. and I guess it kind of. I think he's a real dude better. as well. Yeah. I think, you know, and that, that's always one of those things which is if you like someone, and I'm sure he's really likable, he yeah. seems to be right on now, and he seems yeah. to be funny, and he seems to be, you know, um, very confident about where he is and how he's yeah. viewed. There isn't that sort of youthful arrogance anymore. Mm. I think he is a great pro. You probably enjoy working with him, but watching him for 40 minutes is like a nightmare. Uh, yeah, but it's, it, I think I've said it before, when I've interviewed um, bands mm. and uh, I never liked their music, I've started liking their music a bit because they're, yeah. they're nice guys. Completely. And if you work with someone who's off the telly, yeah. you know, um, I, 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 I worked with Alex Brooker the other day and it's not mm. like I've ever seen Alex Brooker on television and just go, oh, I can't so stand guy, him. guy from the last stand. Guy from the last yeah, leg, nice yeah. Yeah, nice bloke. And as soon as you've like worked with him, every time you see him, you're like, hey, <laughs> hey, look, at it's Alex Brooker. He's great. And he's pro like, do you like any of his stuff I've never yeah, watched exactly. the programmes no. before never watched them before now it's on I'm like oh I love this <laughs> do, do I I don't know I just met him and he was nice it is, it is hard to get out of that look if Randy Orton retired so that he could join us on WrestleMe we'd be looking back on his matches and going they're brilliant they're the best oh, he's the they're, viper they're man he's right. Of course great. he would. He'd fucking smack us all. Like, we're frightened. <laughs> you know what he said? It was some summer in love. in my yeah. grandma's basement. Hey. Yeah, hey, guys. I just put something together. You know, those three shows, I suddenly was thinking back. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is it. This is it. Um, this, this match is basically the backstage fight segment from the SmackDown versus Raw games. And mm. really, what's funny about those matches is when you'd have a, a computer game like the PS2 versions of the WWE things, you'd fight in the arenas. And quite often in the career mode, you'd fight backstage. Yes. And the backstage ones had 
had no no crowd noise. Right. So it'd just be two people in a silent room going. Right. And that's what this felt like. Yeah. It's, um, this is the one you really get the feeling it's recorded at night as well. Yeah. It, it's a lot of the rooms they go into as they work their way through the backstage bit. <laughs> haven't had the lights turned no, on. No, there's a bit where like um, Randy's trying to sort of chalk Edge out yeah. with some workout it, equipment. It, we remember WWE. Yeah. Probably not the best luck for you. That is a fucking decision, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, that what is we'll a decision. Is a man being hung by presumably his own workout equipment. Yeah. We've not heard that yeah. story before. Get it, it in. It, I, I, you might listen to this and just go, what is that? That is, of course, the way that Chris Benoit took yeah. his own life. Yeah. Um, that, that, that to me seems like it's incredible that nobody stepped forward and went, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. You know? But then, look, we've got to have that spot. We've got to have it. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, the lights aren't on. They just turn no. on halfway through. So, so uh, quite a lot of it is sort of like, um, uh, they, they, it's just the light off the camera. Yeah. And they're going around and it's just like, this is this. This felt to me like something that a very small British organisation with big dreams would put on as a final match, and they'd go, "It can happen anywhere. The pinfall happens anywhere in the county of Leicester, <laughs> <laughs> and it would be sort of around the back of shops at night, and yeah. you'd have exactly that same look." Yeah. Um. It starts as well in in a weird way, which is Edge is waiting in the ring, and uh, Randy Orton has dressed up as a cameraman, yeah. he's wearing cameraman blacks, and just mm. jumps in. But that for me didn't really sort of work. It works in a live scenario because you're going, we didn't see it was there. Yeah. But in this, they just don't film they him. They don't at film all. him. Yeah, you don't so see him. So he just comes out of nowhere. You might as well say, oh, Randy Orton's come out of the, the bottom of a magic pig. <laughs> <laughs> take our word for it. You know, it's, it's not there. Look, any opportunity for augmented reality, they will take oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Big you'll, pig. You'll, you'll be seeing that next year. That would be, uh, that'd be great, him going, I'm doing my retirement thing. I've had such a glorious career. Uh, you know what, how I want to make my last. And they're just like, ah, oh, we hope this day wouldn't come. Um, <laughs> We're gonna have to do. But it. Yeah, if, if if I'm not coming out of the anus of oinkers, I am not interested in, in having a retirement match. Um, the the uh, the counting is as well as a last man standing match. The referee has to do a ten count. Yeah, and hearing it in that empty room, oh, one, two, like you're gonna get up, Edge. Three. <laughs> they, they the two men also spend a lot of time going <laughs> <laughs> like that, and grunting and panting it's uh it's gross <laughs> that bit where he puts edge into the weightlifting equipment mm. as well randy orton he hasn't quite got that nailed as to what he's saying so when he wraps him in it yeah, he gets going, close to his ear and he just goes you're mine yeah the wrong side of sinister yeah where it's got a bit gay porn a bit gay porn he does it a bit later on as well and i think he says something like um um, I'm going to take care of you. He says, <laughs> and it's just, everything's gone a bit. I'm going to buy you a nice boat. <laughs> I want to live with you forever. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. They go through the backstage area. No one backstage has a mask on. There's not a huge amount of people, not one mask. Well, there's no masks and also like, none of it's really COVID compliant because they're just, they're rolling about on the on the boardroom table. It's yeah, so sweaty. Over people everything. have to use that. There's, there's a weird decision that was made by the commentators as well, where they were basically sort of, I presume, told at the start they're going you need to play up the fact that Edge has got a bad neck yeah. and that he's basically made of glass yeah. he, he is an Alistair Black testicle in human form <laughs> if, if if he gets touched he'll die yeah, seven and minutes. so commentate the entire 40 minutes of this like you're talking about an atrocity yeah. that you've seen and are commentating over on the news yeah. and so they, they said they're very grave and very somber and they're also like not talking very often like so, it's sort of like, oh, oh this is a shame uh, this is a shame the, the bits that they wrote they were like randy in the production area now you know, <laughs> what, why are you doing it like that right now edge and randy orton on the limited 
by imagination. It's like, what? <laughs> what? What is this decision, this mad decision to further flatten this match? Make it sound so solemn. Over 40 minutes, you should have been ramping the yeah, fuck out of dude, this, you know, out, mate. rather than just going, a minute 38. <laughs> uh, Edge, uh, Edge is doing well. <laughs> you know, really odd. Um, there's a little cut that they do so that they can change. Uh, they've, they've sort of basically finished going through all of the areas in the in the, uh, in the performance centre. Mm. And they do a cut where a cameraman gets knocked down. Yeah. And then it picks up again yeah. in a warehouse, <laughs> clearly unable to get a joining plot yeah. for the performance yeah. centre. And then they, they start working there. It's where the lorries are uh, yes. and, and things like that. Um, lots and lots of Edge and Randy Orton by this point just going, Grah! Grah! I'm going to get you from the smaller lorry onto the bigger lorry. Grah! I'm going to finish you off on the bigger lorry. They're on top of that lorry for much, yeah. much too long. Edge puts on a sleeper hold on Randy Orton, and it's uh, like the Undertaker's Hell's Gate. It's mm. taking an established character that you know full and just going, he's got a new move now that no one's ever used before. And it is, does it work? I don't know. Um, it's, uh, it's a bit like, a, a, I think, a Darce choke it's, right. um, in, in MMA. So it could work, that one. It's better than Hell's Gate, which yeah. is just basically sort of going, can you feel my shoe? Um, but the, he gets in it and Randy Orton is, is laid unconscious mm. uh, with that. But Edge says, don't count! I think he does a swear. Yeah. He goes, fuck it, shitting, piss. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Uh, and he just then starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate that sort of bit of going I will the crescendo not retire of this. You. I will not retire you. I will not end uh, yeah. you. Yeah. And I think, I think his, his thing, of course, is it probably is really emotional. That yeah. you, you have come back <laughs> and it has gone fine and you're about to come to the end. Yeah. But that thing of crying, like, I can't believe what I'm about to do. I hate <laughs> it so much. Uh, and Edge picks up a chair. And Randy Orton is unconscious in this pile of chairs and he hits him over the head with it in a concerto. Uh, Randy Orton had been doing that in the build-up to this match. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a move that Edge used to do during his previous career, if you like. Um, and uh, the referee starts the count and Edge just stands there just looking down at him. Um, it's so long. It's so mm. long. It is quite dull from the start to the finish. <laughs> and it is totally unenjoyable. Well, when the bell goes, it's clearly library sounds as well. Yeah. And it's like, that's that's made everything ten times oh, worse. Abs- you couldn't really- carry a bell through there. <laughs> if this was real, how would they know it had stopped? Yeah. You know, yeah. the referee going, oh, it stopped. And you're like, well, where's the bell? We know we, we, know we need the bell. Um Edge on Instagram said, after being Edge for WrestleMania 36, the first time in a singles match in nine years, against, in my opinion, the most naturally talented person in the industry, Randy Orton, I will always be proud of what we have accomplished under strange circumstances. He drew me into a 40-minute fight after being retired for nine years. I wasn't sure I had that in me. Now I know. Uh, He pushed me. For all of you, I hope you watch WrestleMania and can get lost and try to forget our current reality, if only for a few hours. Every single interview that anyone gives about WrestleMania 36, it always ends, no matter how jarring, Mm. with them saying, I hope you enjoyed us taking you away from reality for a couple of hours. That is the company line. Yeah, so if you've got any criticism... Fucking exactly take that. it to your dead nan. They're like, <laughs> exactly. They are really, really hammering that thing. It's only when you go through and find all of the different statements right. you can really see the heavy hand <laughs> of the message that they want to get across. Um, Edge was asked about whether it was disappointing making his WrestleMania return with no live crowd. Mm. A- and he said yes. Um, <laughs> Can't said, disguise that. Yeah, he said, if I look at it from the standpoint of the roster, I feel more for a guy like Drew McIntyre, mm. who finally gets the pinnacle of this thing that he works so hard to get to, and there's nobody there for it. Mm. So 
I feel more for a guy like that because I've had plenty of those moments, you know, and I can focus on the positives. Um, he also mentioned um, Rhea Ripley saying, you know, yeah. her debut in front of no one was, was sad. He said they've got loads more in front of them, which is amazing, but that had to have been tough. Yeah. And, you know, he just seems like a really nice guy, Edge, and I just wish he hadn't been in a shitty 40-minute match. <laughs> you know, it's such a shame. You also think, you know, what we could have had if we'd have just knocked that down to... Who, who thought 40 minutes... Who thought for... Why, why wouldn't you say 25? Do it on a money plane. Sell the film. <laughs> <laughs> a money plane match would be amazing. Yeah, we need to, we need to watch that. Uh, oh, it's really good. Um, <laughs> we get then Mojo Rawley running through, uh, chased into the ring by mm. a load of people who uh, are NXT signees, but aren't uh, people of note at this point. Mm. Um, and uh, Gronk then dives off from his sort of Juliet balcony. Wants to get, suddenly wants to get involved. Yes, he does. <laughs> that was the jump that Vince McMahon, yes. the 73-year-old Vince McMahon, had to do to prove to Gronk it mm. was doable. Um, there is footage of him doing that. As yeah, well. I and, saw that. Uh, it was good. It's quite a good long jump, isn't it? I, yeah. I do look at that and I sort of think, I'm actually not sure well, Gronk, well, it whether looks I easier, could just do it. It looks easier for Gronk because he's like taller. You yeah, know what I mean? It looks long. more spectacular when a smaller man does it. But like... Um, I finished watching this and it sort of skipped forward to next year. Well, this yeah. year is WrestleMania yeah, 37. Uh, and uh, Vince's face is very funny. Oh, that one. really is. Really funny. What's going it, on? <laughs> work, isn't it? It's, it's he's, work, had, isn't it? he's had quite a lot of work. <laughs> he's gone extremely smooth. Yeah, and it's like your body just sort of goes, I can't produce that much smoothness no. to bolster what you've pumped into your face. I, I, know it's, I know it's a really weak thing to say, but it's like, I, I I don't expect seventy three year old yeah. people to look fucking fit. Don't you know? <laughs> I'm I'm fine with them yeah. just looking normal. Yeah. You know, but he he looks now he looks stretched, doesn't he? He, <laughs> he looks, looks he looks wind blown. He looks like the puppet. He looks like his puppet. <laughs> he really does look like that puppet. <laughs> he also looks a Boglin esque. Yes, very Boglin. Um, the the fifth match is the Raw Tag Team Championship between the Street mm. Profits uh, versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Mm. I mean, there's very very little that you can say about this match but the little no. we're going to say Pete we're going to say next week yeah you knows Let's it get out of here yeah 100%. if you want to know what happens next week head on up to the Patreon if you're listening you not on the Patreon you can do it yeah, uh, we've, also, uh, we've also I think just in the middle of the Royal Rumble 1993 yes some classic WWE action oh there, which there's is, some lovely stuff in oh, there oh it's so much fun yes so much fun the rise who would tattoo of, their heads <laughs> says, says Gorilla and the rise in an era where everyone is a dustman or a clown <laughs> the inexplicable rise of 43 year old Bob Backlund yes. uh, who is a man just in underpants <laughs> who, who, who owns no hair gel no. who just just comes out it's also funny because they're like look at this old fucking fossil yeah. and I sort of go yeah two years younger than me <laughs> <laughs> and he's and the first little match in that one is him and like Ric Flair having a bit of a tussle yeah. and you're like well Flair's probably older I, if anything why I does know. Backwood look like shit I know it is amazing I, I, why is Big Boss Man's music so camp oh it's weird isn't it yeah, why is he weird. Yeah, why is he going on about like wh- what his previous job was <laughs> <laughs> in his new one I, I don't oh it's <laughs> Gorgeous. Lovely. And that's before Giant Gonzalez comes out in his massive furry pube section. 
<laughs> it couldn't be better. So yeah, it's patreon.com forward slash wrestle me. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's absolutely mint. Um, <laughs> look, guys, if we are going to be seeing you at the live show at the London Podcast Festival, then we're going to see you. Yeah, boy. Uh, we got a merch table, man. We, we have a merch table. Uh, Don't buy us shit. You know it. And this year, even though we've got costumes that we have to get into, <laughs> uh, I think we're going to try and man the merch table. So if you want, like proper wrestlers, if you want us to scribble our names on the excellent merch that we're doing, we will be able to do that for, I'd say, between two and 300% more. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. It's all free to you guys. Uh, you do have to buy the merch. We're not, we're not signing figures. No. <laughs> right. and I'll spend some of the time. I've got to look after Clash of the Title on our other shows. So uh, That's after our show. I know. That's I after know. our show. Come, come, come watch that too. Yeah, yeah, can do. I mean, <laughs> is there a deal? No, a no, deal? you no, do just have, to, you no, have to just, just buy it separately. It. No, exactly. But look, if you're there... Then, then go and see that too. Yeah. You know, don't go and see The Guilty Feminist. That's not at the same time as us. <laughs> not that you can get tickets for ours, but you, you can for The you Guilty Feminist. Guilty feminist. Yeah. Yeah. Go and watch that. Yeah. Uh, by all means, go and watch The, yeah. the Guilty they, Feminist. They put them in the big one, so it is harder to sell out. But I mean, you know, I mean, you sell out four weeks before the thing. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> What's your other shows? We should talk about the other shows that you've got. Yeah, there's some good ones that are put on by Great Big Al. Mm. Um, so there is Friends with Friends, which mm. we have done before. That was uh, so much fun last year. It was really good fun. Uh, we talked about the career of David Arquette. <laughs> we did, yes. uh, Largely to an audience that were, I would say, not interested in wrestling. Yeah, and even if they were, they weren't interested in, in extreme wrestling. <laughs> no, and even if wrestling. they were interested in wrestling, they weren't that interested in friends. Yeah, uh, it was a dream ticket. <laughs> um, there's uh, my mate bought a toaster with Tom yeah, Price, which, which you've done, and uh, is a really, really good show. Mm. Um, and uh, a couple of comedy things, Brian and Roger, which yes. is a really, 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 really funny podcast. And I can say that because uh, aside from the fact that you know I help them do it. Uh, I don't write it or anything and I don't perform it. They are just so good. That's uh, Harry Peacock and, and Dan Skinner. Uh, and also um, uh, a fairly new one for us, which is uh, a show by Nina Conti and mm. Shania Allen. That is really worth seeing. That's called Richard and Greta. Uh, they are doing the big haul. Mm. I think I've seen that act before. Yeah. yeah. Should have been should have been wrestling. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's only one of the shows sold out, really. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's embarrassing. But well, yeah. Res- they miscounted and we just we hadn't sold out at all. Wouldn't we that be embarrassing? It'd, be, it'd be amazing if we turn up and they go, yeah, there was a glitch, but we did manage to sell three tickets before the glitch kicked in. <laughs> and, and legally, now you have to do it. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, these are people who couldn't get into the Guilty Feminist, which did sell out. Why <laughs> 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 I order. Oh, no. Oh, until next week, chums, uh, keep it, wrestle me. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Pete. Wrestle Me is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 